guys, it's Christy Darty. Welcome to the Happy Hangout. I'm so excited that you're here today. Today we're going to talk about not one of my favorite fruits of the spirit, self-control. Why? Because, you know, it's hard. It's hard. But I'm also here with my Facebook friends, so um, welcome everybody. And I may say a few things about Facebook that people who, who comment, but no matter if you're listening on the podcast or Facebook, I'm just thrilled that you are here. But I'm going to start with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I come to you today with a just a, a, a deep sigh because when I come to you, I just want to be at peace and I want to listen to, to you and I want to, um, please Lord, use my words. Um, let them come out in a positive way, in a way that you would have them come out and not in my, <laughs> my way. Um, Lord, I just ask you to um, open up our minds and our hearts today to talk about self-control and to really, really dive deep and think about what that means in our lives and how we can improve in those areas that, that we need to improve on. And Lord, I know there's some people hurting today. I ask for you to wrap your arms around them, squeeze them, know that they're loved. Lord, I, I know that a lot of us are celebrating today, and I'm just so thankful for all those blessings. And I know that sometimes we have blessings and we don't see them. So I just ask, Lord, that whoever it is that needs to open their eyes to your blessings, whether it be something that's super hard and we don't know why we're going through something, but you do, that we're um, at peace with that. So, Lord, thank you again for this platform. What an amazing opportunity that we have to come together from all over the world. In your name, amen. Okay, y'all, I always have to remind myself, take a deep breath. Let's get started. Okay, so I have this little pamphlet, and it is from Rose Publishing, and it's about the fruits of the Spirit. And today is self-control. And I said, let's skip over this one, and, and I think y'all said, no, we can't. <laughs> so here's what the pamphlet says. Self-control is to restrain one's emotions, actions, desires, and to be in harmony with the will of God. Self-control is doing God's will not living for one's self. On the night Jesus was betrayed, he knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. And that's Luke twenty-two forty-one. When they, his accusers, hurled their insults at him, Jesus, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. 1 Peter 2.23. Do you think about that, how you would handle that? Being mistreated? Would you just let it happen? Or are you going to defend yourself? Man, did not retaliate. Here's another um, scripture. Like a city whose walls are broken down is a man who lacks self-control. It's Proverbs 25.28. A fool gives full vent to his anger, but a wise man keeps himself under control. I'm going to read that one one more time so I can get it soaking in. <laughs> a fool gives full vent to his anger, but a wise man keeps himself under control. Wise, that's the key word, wise man. Proverbs 29:11. Okay, a couple more. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. Titus 2, 11 and 12. 
And the last one, the end of all things is near. Therefore, be clear-minded and self-controlled so that you can pray. 1 Peter 4, 7. So that's what the pamphlet says about it. Now let's go to something I was uh, researching, which is uh, Proverbs 31, the website, and Lisa Turkhurst. If you don't know Lisa Turkhurst, if you don't follow her, I think she's really wise. And I've done her Bible studies, and I'm, I really like um, I like the way that she shares her personal stories uh, to glorify God and how he speaks through her. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to kind of go through a little bit of what... Uh, Lisa has to say. Stephanie says she's right there with me on the food self-control. It's so hard. Nina needs self-control. And it was so great to hear my pastor this Sunday talk of the fruit of the spirit. Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay. So she starts with, Lisa Turker starts with, like a city whose walls are broken down is a man who lacks self-control. And that's one I just read. Proverbs 25, 28. She says, have you ever been in a discussion with a loved one and suddenly your blood pressure skyrockets, your nerves fray, and the worst version of you begs to come out? <laughs> this never happens to me. I don't know about y'all. This is actually what she said. I would have said the same thing. Ah, nope. Mm -mm. And then she says, <clears throat> of course it happens to me. I live with other humans. But what I'm trying to, be be to better understand is this whole concept of self-control. So many times in the Bible, we're told to display self-control. And she lists a lot of the scriptures already read. But it's hard to display self-control when it feels like something else does things out of, our, out of our control and yanks our emotions into a bad place. So here's a little tidbit I'm learning. When someone else's actions or statements threaten to pull me into a bad place, I have a choice. I do. It may feel like I don't have a choice. It may feel like I have to react according to my feelings, but I don't. I have a choice. My choice is whether or not to give them the power to control my emotions. I love this. My choice is whether or not to give the power to control my emotions. When I react by yelling or flying off the handle or making a snappy comment back, I basically transfer my power to that other person. When I'm void of power, I'm void of self-control. So it seems to me if I'm going to remain self-controlled, I have to keep my power. Man, is that hard. Do y'all struggle with that? I gotta get the last word in. I just gotta get that last word in sometimes. Um, or I have in the past for sure, you know? Cause I'm always right. I just am. <laughs> Once a year, I'm wrong, but I'm always right. So now when I say my power, I don't mean something I conjure up myself. I'm referring to God's power working in me. When I react according to God's word, I feel that power. When I react contrary to God's word, I feel powerless. You feel guilt and shame, do you? You, you just have to get that, that word out there that's ugly and snide and then... Later, I feel bad for the way I acted. That's not godly. That's not godly. Okay, Isaiah 55, 10 through 11 is such a good reminder of how we can tap into God's power no matter what situation we're facing in this cut off part of that scripture. So I'm going to look it up. Please hold for one minute. 
go ahead in the comments and tell me, where do you struggle with self-control? Tell me how you struggle. As I take the top of Isaiah, if you want to look it up with me, 55, 10 through 11. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it, without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth, it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. So let's look at some comments here on Facebook. Restraint of pen and tongue. I just read a devotion last week on self-control and the walls breaking down verse. I'm right there with you on self-control. I apologize for the Facebook uh, listeners because it seems like we're having some um, freezing, freezing. You know how that goes uh, with technology. So I'm going to keep going for our podcast friends and hopefully we'll have some better internet connection. Apologize about that, guys. Maybe when we uh, the replay comes in, maybe it'll, it'll come in stronger. So uh, let's continue with Lisa Turkhurst. She says, now when I say my power, I don't mean something I can jure. Oh, that's the same thing. So um, did you catch that? She said the, the scripture that I just read. Let's all go back to. So is my word, she highlights that goes out, out from my mouth, it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish, she says in bold, what I desire. And the last thing in bold, and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Did you catch that? The answer to keeping God's power with me and working in me to produce self-control is letting his word get inside me. Did y'all wake up and do your Devo this morning? your little devotion this morning, which is what we do here today. But I have to do mine also separately because I'm trying to stick with it daily. And I got to have that word, y'all. I've got to have God's word. And I'll tell you um, at the end what, I'm, what I am doing devotion-wise. Because once a week isn't enough, right? His word seeping into my mind and my heart will accomplish things, good things, powerful things. Things that help me display self-control. So here's my new tactic, she says. When I'm facing a situation, when someone is getting on the last good nerve I have, I'm going to start quoting God's word in the present tense. For example, 1 Peter 5, 6, and 8. How sweet I plan to use these verses if one of my sweet children starts acting not so sweet. In this moment, I'm choosing to be self-controlled and alert. Your actions are begging me to yell and lose control. But I realize I have an enemy, and that enemy is not you. Okay, when she uses I, she's telling herself this. As she's having these feelings, she's using I. The devil is prowling and roaring and looking to devour me through my own lack of control right now. But I am God's girl. That's right, I am. So I'm going to humbly and quietly let God have his way in me right now. And when I do this, God will lift me and my frayed nerves up from the situation and fill me 
with a much better reaction than what I can give right now. So we're just letting the Lord speak through us, y'all. We're going to let his actions speak through us. So give me just a few minutes and then we'll calmly talk about this. And that is, that is really important, y'all. When you are heated in a discussion or whatever it is, responding immediately is not always the best thing. Sometimes we need to reply, oh, let me pray about this and, and let me get back to you. You know, let's let's let let's let's process this and then we'll get back to you. Because a lot of times we've talked about before, if you put your shoe on the other foot, a lot of times you'll think differently about it. Plus, that rush of madness that comes over you has time to subside. Plus, we get to go to the Lord and say, Lord, how should I handle this? Um, she says, Girl, that's power right now. And that will make you shine with so much self-control. Your kids, friends, spouse, and coworkers will not know what to do with you because they're expecting something, y'all. When you respond in a different way, they're like, wait a minute. What's up? What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? And so, um, and so that is a good thing for, um, for us to do is take a step back, right? So she said, this statement was just taken from one little set of verses found in 1 Peter. Can you imagine what might happen if we wrote out powerful responses using God's word on three by five cards and pulled them every time we find ourselves in that situation? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Let's do it. Okay, so what is it? What kind of action are you going to take today? Um, and I apologize again for all of the, the frustration with the connection on the internet, but Whoever can hear me and is, is um, I think the Lord really wants you to hear this today. What are the action steps that you're going to take to work on self-control? What are the action steps that you're going to take? Because I don't believe listening to our Monday devotional is, um, we don't need to, I think we need to take action. The Lord is speaking to us. And um, if you're sitting there thinking, man, I wish my mom would hear this. She needs to hear this. Guess what? No. You need to hear this. You need to hear this. And I, and one of the best things that happened to me is what I said just a, just a minute ago is that I responded in a loving and different way. And that person was like, what the heck? And they start to notice and they think, what is it that she has now that she didn't have before? And a lot of times it's, I consulted God in that situation. I was like, Lord, give me the strength to know what to do. And Nine times out of 10, it's not to say anything. It's to sit and listen. Listen to their side of the story. One of my family members, he just wants me to hear him. He just wants to get his words out. So I've learned not to take offense to that, that that's just something he needs to say and he's done with it. And that's how he feels. Doesn't mean it's true. Doesn't mean it's true. It means that's how he feels. And so I just have to listen and learn from it. So Yay! I'm so glad you're here. I hope that was something that you needed to hear today and that you will work on self-control. So I'm going to say um, to the podcasters, thanks for coming. If you ever want to listen or watch uh, the Devos and Doodles live, we meet Mondays at noon central. And you can always catch the replay. And the cool part about catching the replay is that we do uh, we hand letter a scripture that we're going to do right now. So I'm going to say goodbye to you. Thanks for listening. And we'll get started on our scripture. Have a great day.